Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I, love I didn't that. know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267 22 Jiggy. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? Must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy play guitar. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Welcome to our world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program, coast to coast and border to border. On TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in your app stores. JiggyJaguar.us. We've got Radimir Luza going to be with us today. We also have Dan Perkins from TheHill.com. Donald Mazella, Mr. Don Mazella, who is from SB Digest, our newspaper man. We also have IQ. Al Rizzoli joining us today for a power pack panel on issues and politics. And uh, also, Radimir has been uh, nice enough to uh, come in here. I believe he's gonna. Uh, I believe he's gonna. He's gonna take some of the fire here. Um, I'm there's, back. There's Don. Okay. Now I'm trying to get. To, I'm trying to add uh, Dan to the, the call. Okay. Do you, have, trouble- do, you, do you have IQs? Um, IQ's uh, Skype? Me? Yes. Uh, I did have it, but... I've got, I've, I've got a conference call set up with Dan. Is he going to be calling us on on Skype, or is he going to be calling us on uh, uh He's trying to uh, come in with me. Okay. Well, let uh, me do I'm this. I'm just trying to add, um, uh, add him to the... Um, um, uh, to, to everything, and I don't seem to be able to do it. Okay, well, let me do this. Let me let me hang up with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna try the conference call again. Hold okay. on. It's live radio, kids. <laughs> it's live radio, and it's technology, and I hate it. Hate every minute of it. If I could press the red button, I would. There's IQ. Okay. There's Don. I'm I'm here, and I believe there's Dan. You got yes, sir, I am. All three. Holy smokes, we've got the three musketeers. Um, we also right. have we also have with us Radimir Luza, who is a um, a poet. He's a philosopher. He is also uh, with us today to talk politics, and he is a uh, well, Radimir. Go ahead and give your own introduction, so so the gang here can uh, can can get more information on you and what exactly you're doing out there in California. Uh, in the political world. So I'm going to get the hell out of the way and let Radimir introduce himself. Go ahead, Radimir. Yes, well, I'm out here, uh, neither a liberal nor conservative, sort of in between, muddling through, looking at both parties. But if I had to choose one right now, I'd go for Hillary Clinton. And that's who I'm working for, not feverishly, but I am working for her out here in California, where she leads the, by a good margin in the polls. And so I'm a man in the middle, caught sort of in between both poles, uh, both both rungs, both uh, both winds and gales. But uh, I do uh, think she will win the election, and I do believe it will be a landslide. And I do believe that uh, Donald Trump will either bury himself with his buffoonery or his, his stupidity, one of the two. 
Okay, with that in mind, um, we're going to start with Don. Don, your thoughts on what Radomir had to say, and then we'll let IQ, and then we'll let Dan finish it off, because I know Dan's got a lot to say. (laughs) Don, go. Well, well, you're out there in California. It's interesting that the Democratic uh, uh, poll in California has it a lot closer than the public polls. I just got that um, uh, bit of news today. Uh, I guess I'll uh, I'll only ask one question: Why the heck would you want to be on this program, <laughs> Radomir? Okay, IQ. Um, give us, give us your take on things. It's very simple, Vladimir. Tell me, please, three achievements that she made in her lifetime. Three. Could you name them, please? What's this now? Three achievements she's made in her lifetime? Yes. Three achievements, Radomir. Three. That's a great question, IQ. When Bill Thank you, Don. his affairs or his troubles in 1998, she stood by him. I thought that was, took an amazing amount of character, amazing amount of class. And even then, before I knew she was going to run for anything, before she did indeed run for the Senate in New York in 2000, I said, this woman has class, this woman has character. She stands by her husband when a lot of women would divorce him. And a lot of women were urging him, people were urging her to divorce him to begin with. So I think that's the main reason I'm voting for her. And people don't seem to be bringing that issue up, but I think it's very important. You know, you know, they wrote a book called "Smart Women, Poor Choices," and she's the uh, <laughs> smart women, poor choices. Go ahead. Wrote a book called "Smart Men, Poor Choices." Anyway, <laughs> hey, well, you you know you 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 know why uh, there's one organ that makes ninety percent of our decisions. And it ate the brain. <laughs> so is it my turn, Jim? Well, I, don't, I don't know what you mean. Could you fill me in and tell me what that argument is? <laughs> Dan, uh, jump in there. You've heard Don. You've heard IQ. You've heard Radomir talk about Hillary. Yes. Uh, your thoughts. Yes. Oh, I could I could take the whole hour. Um, but we know we know um, that Dan. <laughs> we know that Dan. Yes, That's why we went to you and, last and, and more. But this, I I want to I I have one specific question. Well, at least I'll start with one question, and then we'll go how he answers it. What I what I would like you to tell me in in, in California how people. And vote for, for a person for president of the United States when oh sixty percent and we were on television and lying about her lying. She's now caught in a lie where she and? testified before Congress. Yes. I'm here. Yes. No, uh, I, we weren't hearing you. Uh, you know, it's, it's easy oh, to can you hear me now? Uh, yes, we've got you. Right. So what I, okay, what I was, what I was saying, that, but, uh, what, what I was saying was, uh, you know, she got caught in another lie. On, she lied before Dan, Congress about. Go, go, go ahead, go ahead and continue. Radomir was trying to answer, but go ahead and continue, and then we'll let him answer. She lied before Congress. Yes, lied before Congress. When she said that Colin Powell... Dan, are you still with us? Wow. I think we might have lost Dan. Okay, what Ra- is, uh, Radimir, go, go, go. Uh, ahead, Radimir. I was going to say, all he was saying is she, she's a liar and she con- continues to lie. And uh, wh- what do you say to that? Well, that's very easy to sit there and judgment on Mount Etna when, you know, when, when you, I'm sure you're so perfect, you've never done anything wrong, and sit there and judge somebody else. But, uh, 
I, the emails don't bother me whether she dies lies to Congress that's between her God and Congress that's not for you to say or anybody else to say so I don't think you can sit there and say that I don't think that's accurate at all I think she'll win California quite easily and I think she'll win the rest of the country very easily and whether you're jealous of her or unhappy with her I could care less but if she's going to win that's all there is to it <laughs> Oh, this is this is going to be a spirited we're not, day we're not, here in our broadcast. Dan, are you back? Dan, are we're you not, still there, my friend? He's, he's calling us on Skype on the road, and and sometimes Skype from an iPhone doesn't, doesn't do as well. You know, they just announced today that uh, they found fourteen thousand additional emails. <laughs> and, and and that's it's a a, it's going back and forth. <laughs> I love technology. <laughs> it is it is IQ Al Rizzoli. It's and, uh, Dan Perkins. It's Don Mazzella. It's Radimir Luza. And uh, you are tuned to the most technological <laughs> radio broadcast on earth. Jesus. <laughs> yes, I'm on the road. There we Jim, are, Dan. Jim. James, no. IQ, I, go. I, I asked Vladimir to give me three reasons. He hasn't given me three reasons why a creature like Hillary Clinton, a pathological liar, a one who does not give a damn about America, should be elected to be president. Three. I asked for three. Where are they? She was very good as a Secretary of State. I think that will be proven in the next four or five years. She was a very fit senator from New York. I think that's uh, reason number two. And I already gave you reason number one. She stood by her husband when everybody else would have uh, left him. Could you name, can you name one bill that uh, Senator Clinton um, inaugurated or got passed in, a, in a, a Senate that was heavily Democratic? Can you name one bill? No, I cannot name one bill. But well, you know why? Because she didn't make a single bill has her name on it. So how can you say she was a great senator when she didn't do anything? And and by the way, her her reign as Secretary of State, how good a job did she do there? She tried to destroy Egypt. She tried to destroy Syria, Libya, Iraq, and Iran. And she got Americans killed. That's a, that's a great job as Secretary of State. Well, I don't think so. She gets Americans killed. She's a, you know, I, it's unfortunately, as bad as it is, as part of the job. I, uh, when you start a war, when wars are started by whoever they're started by, people die. So, uh, if you want to point fingers, you have to point okay, fingers. Okay, so she. So, death is a part of war. So, why did she stand in front of the coffins? When they came back to the United States and tell the parents of the of the dead soldiers and the ambassador, it was a result of a video. Why did she lie to them? Well, I don't know anything about that, so I don't. You're going to talk you don't know. About that. Wait a minute. What hole well, have you been living in? If you don't know anything about that, I have no idea what video you're talking about. I'm talking about the fact that she told the parents of the four people who were killed in Benghazi at the airport when the coffins came off the plane that they died because of video, a YouTube video, which was an absolute lie. And she and knew when, at the time. She knew at the time it was a lie. She even told her daughter that it wasn't about a video, that it was a terrorist group. So are you are you blind? Is that, is that the problem with the people that you think are going to vote for Hillary, we have we have fallen so far in the moral capability. You're going to vote for Trump? Is what is that? What you're going to do? You're just going to sit here and judge and analyze and tell everybody what they should and shouldn't do and how bad Hillary is and then vote for Trump because that's your other choice. So what exactly are you going to do besides the judge Hillary all day long and how bad she is? That's easy to do. Everybody can do that. The tough part is to make a choice. Are you going to make a choice? Everybody can do that because the evidence is. To, to support what she is. You're not answering my question. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I don't have a great connection. So, could you repeat your question? 
Go ahead, Radomir. You're going to make a choice? You're just going to judge Hillary for what, she, what you think she did? Are you going to vote for Trump, or what are you going to do? Because it's very easy to sit there in judgment, and when you haven't made a choice yourself, high up above uh, looking down. But what choice are you going to make? Are you just going to judge us who make the choices? I'm going to judge a person for president based on their moral compass and their beliefs and what they have done for this country. And I don't believe that she has a moral compass at all. She lies. She's a pathological liar. She's not truthful with the American people. She's not truthful with Congress. She thinks she's above the law. Are you going to make some choice yourself as to who's going to be president? If you don't like Hillary, are you going to choose the opposition, which is Trump? Or what are you exactly going to do? Because it's very easy to sit there and judgment of her. I'm going to vote for Donald Trump because I cannot in moral conscience, vote for a person to be president of this United States who is a liar, who is a thief, who is a manipulator, who cares nothing about anybody else except herself, period. It's not a hard choice to make. Well, I, I want to point out that I, one of the reasons you would vote for Donald Trump... Okay, hold, 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 hold on, gentlemen. R Radomir, go. Radomir, go, go ahead and, and, and finish finish what you were saying. I want to get the, the full text out of it. It's an uninformed comment, and it's a comment by someone who doesn't know what they're talking about. If you ever sat down with her, I have not, but I'm sure if you ever sat down with her and talked to her, you'd find a different person, a different uh, woman. And once again, it's easy to sit there in judgment and say this person is that or this person is this, but we have to make a choice. What choice will you make? You haven't answered the question. What choice will you make? Will you vote then for Trump because you don't see it like Hillary? Or are you going to vote for Hillary? Do you, joke, do you judge people on their actions or their words? You're not answering the question, so I'm not going to answer your question. I am answering the question. I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that I believe people make decisions about other people based on their actions and their words. And based on her actions and her words... I can't vote for her. Well, that's your loss, then. Hopefully it's yours. Well, I can't understand what you're saying, Vladimir, because... No, no, I'm hearing you, but I don't understand you. Here you have a man who Donald Trump has demonstrated he can build things. Here you have on the other side a woman who has never met a payroll, who has, who, uh, um, ha has never done uh, an act in which her name is on it. Outside, as you put it, she stood by her man while, while he lied to the American people about his in infidelities. And you say that's a reason to vote for him. That that means that... Uh, every, every Are you going to tell me that Donald Trump can fill things? He's a destroyer, not a builder. Are you kidding me? Much, much uh, all you have to do is walk, to, is drive down the West Side Highway of New York and see Trump Plaza. He's Now, now, Radomir, uh, Don, Don said that all he's got to do is walk down to New York and look at Trump Tower. What do you think of that? I think that's stupid because he didn't build it. He just put his name on it. No, he built that. He bought the the right the air rights over the railroad. He uh, convinced a consortium of banks, including, by the way. Um, uh, 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 the Royal Bank of Scott of, uh, of uh, a consortium of banks, and then from there, over a period of twelve years, built the the uh, uh, the Trump uh, uh, towers. I'm sorry, I said palaces, towers. Yeah. And there, there are fourteen buildings with the fifteenth going up now, all of which carry his names. Isn't that building something? And isn't that providing jobs and living uh, conditions for a great many people? He didn't many of the people who built it. Many of the people who built it. What is... If you talk to them, they'll tell you that 
to them. He cheated them out of their wages. Told them to give them benefits when he didn't. And, uh, he's how did he cheat them? I'm curious how you could have... How did they cheat him? I'm, I'm not hearing him, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jiggy. I'm not hearing him. Not, 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 not an issue. I, I think, I think Dan's Dan's connection is. Uh, I think we're having some issues with Dan there. Uh, okay, Radomir, go, go ahead. Uh, I, I went ahead and and, and muted Perkins. Uh, go ahead and repeat what you were saying, my friend. I, I apologize for that. So Don and IQ can rehear what you said. Go ahead. Repeated, oh Jesus! I just said. <laughs> well, he, he uh, I'll go. I'll go ahead and 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 give give a brief here. Basically, Don and IQ. What 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 he was saying was that uh, he's he's insulted uh, all all forms uh, of folks, Mexicans, Muslims. Uh, he's he he's, he hasn't done anything as far as presidential politics. He, he's not even really fit for the office. You know, he's at. Can you know, I that? Go ahead, I go ahead. I'm sorry. Can I answer that? Yes, go. Vladimir, with all your respect, Donald Trump is not a perfect man. I know that. You know that. Most probably, you know you know more about this somehow more than I do. But uh, IQ, can you hear and Don, me? Donald Trump did not insult Islam. I'll tell you why. Because Islam is beneath contempt, and you cannot insult somebody who is beneath contempt. The trouble with people who are liberal-minded, or so-called left-wing, you have no concept when discussing Islam. You have absolutely no bloody idea what you're talking about. Islam is Sharia. Muslims follow Sharia. Sharia is the nemesis of the American Constitution. Sharia is the enemy on, of the American hold, people. Hold, hold on, we've got... <laughs> Go ahead, Radomir, what you were Hello? saying. Oh, there's Dan again. Okay, Dan, hold on. Can you hear me any better? Better, much better. Good. So you think we need more politicians? Yeah. I think the politicians Maybe. help. I don't think they're perfect. So. And I think if you think about perfect, Hillary Clinton is not perfect either, you know. She's got her faults and so she's not perfect. Ex- but, I mean, ex- explain explain to me, sir, explain to me why Bernie Sanders why Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump, both outsiders, were able to connect with tens of millions of Americans uh, at the voting booth. What's going on with the American people that they voted so heavily for for Bernie Sanders and for Donald Trump? And are we are you saying that that America should uh, should ignore all of those people who decided they were not going to vote for Hillary and they were going to vote for the other sixteen Republican candidates? And now all of a sudden, now they think, well, let's go ahead and, and elect. I mean, it's 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 a it's it's abhorrent to me that you would suggest that there's a rationale to hire somebody as president of the United States 
who you think is a politician, and you've already admitted you can't find any legislation that she sponsored that, that got through, so she didn't succeed there as a politician. She was not the greatest Secretary of State, even though Obama said she was. Look at, look at the record. How can you, forgetting those, all of that crap, how can you, how can you suggest to the American people listening to this program that the rationale for electing Hillary Clinton, who is a habitual liar, is because she's a politician? That logic escapes me immensely, because a politician is what's got this, got this country in the kind of crap that it's in. With expanding budgets and social welfare programs that we can't afford, Dan, she Dan, wants, she no, Dan, Dan hold on. Positive way to, to, to express yourself. If you got no better way to express yourself, maybe you should express yourself at all. And secondly, politicians. There's nothing wrong with politicians. It seems to me we find politicians so synonym with uh, something uh, wayward or something wrong or something corrupt. But politics is an art form. President Obama has turned it into an art form, and Hillary Clinton is an art form. But Donald Trump it is not an art form. It is something different completely. <laughs> Can I answer this one? We're in trouble in the yes. first place. It's the, the problem is the, the, two, the people that voted for Donald Trump are in many ways do not see the light, do not understand what he's, where he's coming from and why he's doing what he's doing. They just see that this world is in trouble. And yes, in some ways it is in trouble with the mass shooting and with uh, stabbing and with the car bombings. But there's always going to be that problem. I think Hillary Clinton is much more hawkish on defense than President Obama. I think that's positive right now. We need somebody more hawkish on defense. I think she proved that as Secretary of State. I think she will prove that as President. I think she also proved that as uh, Senator when she voted for Bush's intervention into Iraq, which Obama did not vote for. Uh, I think that... Uh, there's nothing wrong with the term politician, sir. There's nothing wrong with it at all. I think so far the great the leaders of this country, from Abraham Lincoln to Ronald Reagan, who I really admire, I have to say, are politicians. And there's nothing wrong with that word at all. The problem is now Donald Trump thinks he's a politician, and he's about as far cry from it as an eagle is from a pigeon, because uh, he is not a politician. He's a businessman. He should go back to doing business and not politics, because doesn't belong in the political arena. He doesn't understand it. It doesn't come as first instinct to him. Don. His, yes, well, I was going to say three things. Politics is the art of the possible. And uh, there are politicians. If I heard uh, our guest correctly, he's saying that we should um, elect a politician because she'll know how to get things done. Well, I don't know about you, but uh, uh, to, to get uh, uh, buildings uh, built in New York City, you should pretty well uh, have to know about politics. But I, I'll, I'll go to another point. I've been po covering politicians for over 50 years. And one of my first races, there was a man that spent $6,000 for a, a councilman's job that paid $2,000. And I asked my editor why, and he laughed at me. And he, uh, three years later, I understood when they indicted him for graft. Um, most politicians I've seen over the years uh, are just concerned with one thing themselves and getting reelected. Uh, you, uh, your your thinking is so fallacious that I'm honestly thinking of leaving this program, uh, which I rarely do, Jeggy, because I think this man, is, uh, if he represents the electorate that's... Um, voting for uh, Hillary Clinton, we're in trouble. Uh, I'm sorry to be so blunt about it, but but it's just not worth my time arguing with this man. That's how I feel. I feel the same way about you, because if you're completely blind, you're completely deaf to the things Donald Trump has said and done, you live in a little fantasy world where he doesn't say anything. You think I, he's I'm he's a newsman, not a, a, I'm not here supporting either States. candidate. I'm here to... To talk and find out. Yet you're sitting there uh, giving arguments that don't make sense. 
I didn't. I didn't. I, I'm not here to say whether I'm for or against either candidate, but rather to hear your yeah, arguments why we should hear. From, uh, uh, we should vote for Hillary Clinton. And, and so far, you haven't given me anything but some of the most serious arguments I've heard in years. No, I'm the one that's speaking badly about Dan, her. I'm the Dan one that's saying... Dan Perkins from thehill.com is... I'm, I'm, I'm saying that my job as a, as a journalist is to look at the options for the American people. And if I choose to investigate both candidates and I find traits in a candidate that I believe that will be de detrimental to the long term of this nation, then I have a moral responsibility couched as my opinion to tell people that I believe that there are numerous examples in her life where she has acted in a corrupt way. She was fired from the Watergate committee by the chief counsel. I'm not making it up. It's in his book. She was fired by the chief counsel of the Watergate council, Watergate council because of her self-dealing and her interest in taking documents. responsibility as a journalist to look at both sides that you haven't been on this program yet. You have not talked once about Donald Trump and examined his credentials as president and why he's unfit to be president. All you talk about is Hillary Clinton, which leads me to believe... Believe me, we have. <laughs> on this program, we have uh, examined what? Donald Trump and found him wanting in, in areas. But if you compare the two... Uh, I think the majority of the pe uh, people on this program think that, that uh, he, uh, he's a better choice. And she, uh, the New York the Times this morning called Hillary Clinton a liar. Well, and see, and, uh -uh. And, 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 that's, and, and that's something, uh, Don, Dan, IQ. Um, the, the, uh, what Radomir is saying is that the majority of the country, the polls, are saying that uh, Hillary is, is a better choice. First of all, we'll start not with true. Don. Your thoughts that's on that? That's not true. Rasmussen not came true. out over the weekend. It's got Trump up by two. If you, depending on the, the polling, obviously the polling you look at, but the idea, she, she, and we talked about this on this program, she adopted the well, hold, hold on, strategy. Hold, hold, hold on, Dan. R Radimir just said that, what was it, what was it, the, the poll you quoted where she's up eight points? What was that? I believe it was AP poll that came out this morning. I saw her, she's up by eight points. She's been up by nine to eight points the whole since the convention. And polls not matter anyway because that, uh, they swing both ways and they're, they're, they're uh, you know, they go by uh, they, different uh, angles and points of view. So there's always a, a, a window there of three or four points where they can go wrong. But she is up by eight or nine points in most polls, almost all of them. No, no. Not true. Uh, are you are you familiar with the uh, newspaper called the New York Post? You don't want to face the fact, you don't want to face the truth, which is that she's up, and most of the American people would much rather have her than him. But you would much rather have him than her. So we have to ask yourself well, a question if you're this I just, fair truth, I just asked you a question. Are you familiar with a, a newspaper called the New York Post? Express yourself. Uh, hold on, hold on just a sec. You sit there and tell me... Radomir. You sit there and tell me you, you, you're a fair journalist and you, that you express yourself morally. Yet the whole program for 20 minutes so far, you've not said one negative thing about Donald Trump and about what he said about this country. All he's knocked and knocked and knocked Hillary, which is ridiculous because it's, it's the worst of two evils. That she's a much better candidate than he is. She's much more experienced than he is. She's been through much more than he has. She's a much more knowledgeable politician than he is. He hasn't done anything in terms of politics, and he will not do anything. To bring the country down. Oh, hold hold on a sec. We 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 we've got we we we've got some <laughs> tweets here that uh, uh, we we have a few folks that are uh, that that are that are siding with uh, with Radimir on this issue. Um, we 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 I know that Dan brought up earlier uh, something about Hillary's health, and um, or it might have been Don that brought oh, that Jesus up. Christ, well, hold hold on hold on, Radimir. 
Hold on, you've you've got a supporter here. We 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 got a tweet from someone who said that her health is just fine. Donald's looking rather anemic and needs to suck it up. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Vladimir, you finally said something uh, that I agree with. You said Hillary was a better politician than Trump. You, you're darn right about that. Because Trump has been dealing with American, what Americans have been talking about, not what, to use Dan's favorite expression, is politically correct. Uh, um, By uh, the way, Don, we uh, to, to, to follow up also on one of Dan's points, we just got another tweet uh, that that said that uh, when 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 Dan brought up the the video, the Benghazi situation. Um, we got another Twitter person here that says, prior to Benghazi, there were 13 attacks on embassies and 60 deaths under President George W. Bush. But nobody's bringing, up, bringing that up. I think W. Bush should be brought up on charges. Yeah. Well, I could answer that one if you want. <laughs> Go ahead, Don. Please do. <laughs> um, um, if, um, yes, we, if, you, uh, if you recall correctly, and I think I'm co- correct on this point, we were having trouble because we were limiting uh, marine guards and, and uh, private contractors in, in various countries. Uh, but the end result was that the minute the first attacks started, the, st- the State Department put, put together with the Marine Corps uh, a much more e- effective um, uh, guard situation in, in our American embassies. And in, indeed, the Marine Corps... Um, contingent under uh, uh, President Bush, the second we're talking about, um, uh, nearly doubled the number of Marines assigned to legations around the world. Yes, we had a problem, but we addressed it. We did not address it in Benghazi. We lied about it. No, we didn't Go ahead, right it, there. We did address it. We just didn't address it the way you wanted and the Republicans wanted to address. That's all. <laughs> You know, the, the, uh, first, the first part of your statement is correct. We, you guys didn't address it. That's that's a correct statement. Now, um, IQ, IQ Rizzoli, hearing all of this, what are your thoughts on Don, Dan, Radimir, the Twitter universe? Everybody's exploding today on this show. Give us your You're thoughts, loving it. IQ. You're loving it. Yes. You're loving it. Yes, I am. <laughs> Go ahead, IQ. Okay. I asked Vladimir... A very, very simple question. I don't give a damn. Donald Trump is not a politician. He is not a politician. That is why everybody loves him who is voting for him. I asked Vladimir to give me three good bloody reasons why in her eight years or more in politics, what did she achieve? Three achievements. I can't think of a single one, Vladimir. So please correct me if I'm wrong. By the way, I'm an outsider. I'm Iraqi. I speak Arabic. I know about Islam. Nobody in America knows about Islam as much as I do. Not a single one in America. And don't take my word for it, by the way. I have one and a half million dollars standing to be collected. Nobody has taken a dime from me. Back to you, Vladimir. Give me three reasons. Hold on, IQ. Radimir said that that's ridiculous. Go ahead, Radimir. Pick up on that. To say that you're the only one in, that knows about Islam in the whole country of 300 million people, you're, what are you, the Zen master of Islam? You're Phil Jackson of Islam? I mean, I just, you know, I think that's ridiculous. Phil Jackson. Every time I turn around, he wants three this or three that for me. What is this, a three squared show? He wants to come into three this or three that? I didn't even hear what he said. What does he want, three what? He wants three examples of what Hillary has accomplished. He wants three examples of what Hillary Clinton has while she's While she's been in public life. While she's been in public life. I've already given you three, but you don't listen. It's not enough that I gave you three. You don't she, listen. You want three more, three more. She, I'm she's, not going to give you any more because I've already given she, you Excuse me, but standing by her man is not a political <laughs> achievement. She paved the way for uh, many allies and us to, prefer to be getting along for, for many, many, many uh, Middle Eastern allies and us to be getting along in the Middle East and in the rest. Excuse of the me, world, excuse me. Do we have the 
do we have the Ayatollahs in 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 in, in Iran saying death to America? Is that how she's helping us get along? Uh, right death here. to America. Okay, Radomir, Dan, Dan Perkins just just asked if uh, the the fact that the Ayatollahs in, in Iran shouting "Death to America" is that an achievement uh, from Hillary Clinton? Is that is that a good thing? That's going to happen whether you have Hillary Clinton in there or not. That's going to always be. You're going to have always some countries that have dictators or despots who. Uh, are uh, not in control of themselves, or not in control of their country, and who are making comments that they shouldn't be making. Or you have Putin doing that, you have uh, the leader of uh, Syria doing that. So uh, that's always going to be. Uh, that's not Hillary Clinton's fault or anybody else's. That was happening under George Bush too. So, and by the way, so, so let me, Jim. Let me. Can, can, can I ask him one more question? Bush, Hold on. Uh, the, the guard situation Jim. got better. I agree, it did get better under George Bush, and I don't hate George Bush as much as I, as, I, as most of the Democrats do, because I think the Iraq was a good choice, actually. Okay. Rid, uh, so I would say it was a good idea. Okay, Dan, you wanted to ask a question of our guest. Go. Yes. Um, do you, it's a two-part question. Do you believe that Hillary Clinton is a champion of women's rights? Radomir. Yes, I do believe she's a champion of women's rights. I, for one, am not a big on abortion because I'm Catholic, but I do believe that she is big on... I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about abortion. I'm talking in general. Do you believe that Hillary Clinton yes, is a champion yes, yes, of yes, women's yes, rights? Dan, yes or no? Yes. I believe she is. Yes, he, he said okay, yes. Now, so explain to me, why is the Clinton Foundation, when she was on the board, taking $25 million from the Saudi Arabia government, who punishes women and takes away their rights? How do you square that? Well, that's your opinion. I don't, have, I don't, I don't think you have any facts to back that up. I think you probably read that. What's my opinion? What the fact that the you know, Saudi that's government that limits facts. what women can do? Hold on, Dan. Let, let that's, the Saudi... that's just not accurate. Okay. What's not? What's not accurate? What's not accurate? Your comment is totally inaccurate. The Foundation did not do that. Oh no! I said uh, no. I didn't say the Clinton Foundation. I said Hillary Clinton holds herself out as a champion for women's rights, and yet she took twenty-five million dollars from Saudi Arabia, a country under Sharia law, who persecutes women and gays. Do you do you just do you do you, do you think that's not true? Okay, Radomir. He he said that he said I that, didn't ask you. He said that she accepted money from Saudi Arabia, and Saudi Arabia has a history of of, of you know taking away voting rights from women, women uh, you know suppressing women, things of that nature. And 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 Dan, to that point, Radomir said you have no evidence of that. Um, IQ. I have no evidence of what? Of what? Wait a minute. We have no evidence of what? She got the money? No. Or about what the, Saudi the, Arabia the, does? The fact that Saudi Arabia, uh, you don't have any evidence about what they do to women. Okay. IQ, help us. let me tell you something. Hold, hey, hold on, hold on, Hold on, Radomir. IQ, your thoughts. Yeah. Then we'll let, God we'll let our guest answer. There will be no assassin. <laughs> There will be no assassination attempt on Trump because in November Trump will be president and Hillary Clinton will be wiped out. This is my prediction. I'm waiting for it to be fulfilled. You still have not answered me a simple question. Anyone who wants to elect a woman hold, hold on, Radomir. Hillary Clinton, give me three reasons what she achieved. Okay. IQ, IQ, IQ. IQ, this is Dan. Hold on a second. <laughs> Hold on, right answer the, answer, oh. the, the The man says that he does not believe that there is any persecution of women, gays, and homosexuals in Saudi Arabia. There is no that evidence is delusional, of that. delusional, Dan. You should know that by now. <laughs> is delusional. He has absolutely no bloody idea what he's talking about. I'm sorry I'm upset now. I'm really upset. <laughs> You know, you know, Dan. Hold, hold on, hold on. Everybody's talking at once. Radomir, go ahead. 
You can be all upset. You can be upset all you want. You can, I can care less whether you're upset or not because your comment is ridiculous and it's not very intelligent. As if the polls go and the voting goes as it is both going now, Hillary Clinton will easily be the next president of the United States. She will be wiped out, Vladimir. I'm telling you now, you watch it. City with this building, which are becoming emptier and emptier and emptier because nobody wants to stay there. I just stayed in Las Vegas and nobody wants to stay in this building in Las Vegas, by the way, because they don't like it. And nobody wants to stay well. anywhere in this building. And in terms of Saudi Arabia, I did not say that Saudi Arabia does not have a history, but to connect uh, Hillary Clinton and Saudi Arabia is an inaccurate, inane move, and it's dumb. And you said the Hillary Clinton Foundation... Uh, Jiggy, can I jump in? Yes, hold, hold on. The first comment you made was the Clinton Foundation. You didn't say Hillary Clinton. And that's and that's what I said was dumb. Well, well who, is the, who is the who is the foundation but Hillary Clinton and her husband? Yeah, well, I don't make that connection between the Clinton Foundation and Saudi Arabia. There's a, there's somehow of a, a gap there that you're not catching. Don, go ahead, jump the, in there. Well, as, as the only, I think I'm the only person on this. Um, uh, call that's been to Saudi Arabia. I could assure you that Hillary Clinton will not would not be running for uh, the head of the kingdom of uh, Saudi Arabia. She'd be w- walking around with a burqa uh, like um, um, all the women do. Women just recently um, were allowed to drive by themselves in certain uh, things. Uh, if if you don't know nothing about Saudi Arabia, which I think our guest. Um, uh, I have to tell you, you're really pissing me off. Um, <laughs> wow. uh, and it takes a lot to, for me to get um, upset because 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 I think you represent um, uh, some of the most um, uh, least educated parts of, of this country. Um, I'm just looking at the New York Times, which just published a story. Think the Clinton-Trump race will be a landslide. Hold your horses. This is from the New York Times. And in effect, it's been saying what Dan and I have been saying for the longest time in IQ, that this race is still a long ways to go, and there's a lot of things to happen. But but the thing well, is, um, what you demonstrated to... But just because something's published in the New York Times doesn't make it so, doesn't make it accurate, because there's liars and then there's journalists. And just because you're a journalist doesn't mean that you don't lie, don't want to make a name for yourself, or don't want to make a nice article that make you rich and famous like Bob Woodward and Bernstein. And, uh, you know, that doesn't mean much to me that it's in the New York Times. Uh, and I agree, though, there is a long way to go in this election, and anything could happen. So, But I totally firmly believe, with all my heart and soul, and my little check heart, that Hillary Clinton will be the next president of the United States. Easily. And what are you going to do if she's not? What are you going to do if she's okay, not? Okay, yes, and that, that's, that, that, that's the question here. Radimir, Radimir Luza, our guest today here on the broadcast, he's, he's a best-selling author, he's, he's done amazing things. And, um, and, and Radimir, what are you going to do if, if somehow, someway, Donald Trump pulls this out and wins this thing? I have to live with it, you know. I have to support him as uh, president, even though I don't want to. Because I believe it's a wonderful country. I believe I'm a patriot. I believe I love this country. My parents came here as refugees. They came here to escape communism. They came here to get away from something that was awful. They went through Nazism in, the, in Czechoslovakia. My father fought in the Czech resistance in the Second World War. His father was leader of the Czech resistance, was murdered by the Nazis in 1944 before the end of the war. Then they had to go through communism. So I understand what suffering is. I understand what it is to go through horrific, brutal, barbaric times. And that's what my parents went through. And they instilled in me a deep, deep love and affection for this country. So I'm not going to be heading for the hills. Look, I have a lot of people telling me, oh, if Donald Trump gets elected, I'm going to be going to Canada. No, I'm going to stick around and I'm going to try to as best I can support him. But it's not going to be easy by any means. Well, I'd have to hold your nose. Yeah. Well, the first thing you, you uh, the first thing I can are, are agree you gonna with have is to, are you going to have to hold your nose, country. Radimir? Are you going to have to hold your nose, I'm Radimir? Hold my nose. <laughs> okay. Okay. Can I um, can I jump in here a minute? Because I don't yes, want to yes, uh, leave the show. 
I, uh, boy, I've talked more on this show than any time. <laughs> um, and, and the reason um, I wanted to, I wanted to break in is because um, uh, uh, this is the 20th anniversary of the reforms, so-called reforms of um, uh, of our. Um, uh, our, our, our system, yeah, I can't get it out. Um, uh, our welfare system, yes. this, and uh, I think we should make note of it because um, uh, it's going to be um, a very big issue. And I also wanted to say that um, uh, in the Chicago Tribune this, this Sunday was an article about the fact pointing out that uh, the American cities where uh, blacks are complaining and uh, anarchy reigns have been controlled by um, democratic machines for the last 50 years. I thought I want to bring those two points out before we got too far in because I think that's more important than what we're saying right now. And, and well, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know that I agree with you that it's more important. I mean, I've, I've written about that and we talked about that on our, on our other show. But, but what I am concerned about is that if if there are some I'm asking this question to, to Vladimir yes. if there are some people minority if they might be if there are some people in this country who based on what they see in the papers what they hear in television what they hear from Congress what they hear from the FBI that when the, F the head of the FBI says to the American people she was a security risk she she had multiple servers. She basically misled the Congress and the American people. Can can do you think that there are a number of people who are in your coalition of supporters when it comes time for them to walk into the voting booth and they have their hand on the lever for Hillary Clinton that they will not pull the trigger for a liar and a cheat for President of the United States? Radomir. First of all, my name is Radomir with an R-A, not Vladimir, so it's Radomir, it's a Czech name, it's not a Russian name, Vladimir is Russian, I'm Radomir, which is Czech, but uh, I've asked myself that question many times myself, to be perfectly honest and blunt, I've asked myself the question whether or not, when they get in the polling booth, because people do strange things in polling booths, you never know what they're going to do, whether they're going to not pull the leave it for her but pull it for Donald Trump at the last minute and no I think the people that are most dedicated to her namely right now which is the Oriental Orientals African Americans and the Hispanics I think they are fervently fervently in favor of her and I think they will pull the lever for her so I don't think that's going to happen it may happen on one or two occasions but overall 99% of the time it's not going to happen and how do you think the ch the country will be changed, Radomir, with the Clinton election? Well, first of all, I think that she's more hawkish, as I mentioned before, if you were listening, which I'm not sure you were, on defense. So I think you'll have less suicide bombings, mass shootings, stabbings, which really upsets me. I'm really am. People are afraid to get out of their house these days because of these things. So I think that's going to happen less. I think what comes around goes around. Karma's going to come around. I think it'll be a good, very good four years. Uh, unfortunately, the eight years under President Obama, who I love dearly as a person and a human being, has not been as good as I wanted it to be. But uh, I think it'll hurt. will be very good. I think domestically the economy will get better. There will be more jobs. There will be more production. The gas prices will go down. I think we'll get along better with our allies. Uh, so I think the Middle East will settle down. I'm not saying it's going to be perfect, but it'll settle down because I think she knows very much what she's doing uh, for foreign policy and how to deal with our allies and our friends abroad. And I think that it will so be uh, for different countries than what we have now. And uh, I think it'll be a country that's very productive and headed in the right direction. Okay, so I just, I just, well, I have, I have to leave to go to another interview. But let me ask you one final question from my standpoint. I, I just want to deal with one thing that you think will happen. What is she going to do 
to make this country internally safer. So things like California, Florida, Mississippi, and and the, the, the policemen that are being shot and, and assassinated, what is she going to do to make the internals, not the world, just America, a safer place? What is she going to do? Well, it's not just the police that are getting shot. Yes, it's bad that the men in blue are getting shot, but it's also African Americans that are being targeted unfairly. Uh, and to, that's not that's no, no, no. That's not my question. My question is: well, she You believe she's going to make it safer? And I'm just simply asking the question: How is she going to make us domestically safer? I think if the economy settles down, if the economy produces more jobs, you'll have more happiness here. More people will be uh, happy. I think you'll have less mass shootings uh, if she does a good job with our uh, foreign policy, which will help uh, this country in terms of at least getting people to feel better about the future. I think she just will bring more confidence and more uh, flexibility to the office. Then we'll have the first female in there, and what she will do is she will bring a feeling of... uh, contentment and patriotism to this country that has not been there since I don't think Ronald Reagan has been in office. I really believe that. Mm. Jim, I, I apologize. I have to go because I've, I've got this schedule for another interview. Not an issue. But not it's an been issue. A very, I appreciate it. It's been a very interesting, very interesting show. We should we, we should find a, a very soft room for this gentleman to go watch the election results because <laughs> I think he's going to be very disappointed. I think I'd like to uh, IQ, always a pleasure. Don, I'll talk to you later. Jim, you? take care. Th- thank you, Dan. Thank you. Jiggy, I'm going to, you know, um, I've been pretty hard on this guy, and uh, I'm, um, I, I'm not sorry for it. I'm, I'm, I've learned a lot today. You know, yes. there used to be a great journalist uh, named, um, who uh, every, every uh, election year from September through the election night traveled the country just talking to people. And uh, I've always wanted to do that. I've never had a chance. But uh, we should be doing more of this and getting people who don't agree with us like he does and hearing why they don't agree because I think it's important. Charles Corolles, is that who you're talking about? The great journalist? There was Charles Corolles did it for CBS. He was in that big... Oh, uh, no, no, no. It's uh, uh, David Broder for the Washington Post for many years. Uh, every election cycle would go out um, and uh, just tour the country from September 10th onward. He always did yes. it. And uh, he always wrote, wrote it down the election night what, what the results were. And only once was he wrong, and only by the margin of what Reagan was going to win by. He just couldn't believe it would only be one state, Minnesota, and uh, the District of Columbia for Mondale. But other than that, he was always accurate. Well, uh, IQ... as as you talking to you, sir. I wish you the best. Thank you very much. Yes. Uh, IQ, as we wrap up here, uh, give us your final thoughts here on the show today and uh, our good friend Radomir Luza. Look, it was a very interesting point of view because they're completely opposite from each other. So we have to wait and see who is right in November. God willing, it will be the right decision by the American people. Whichever way it goes. Well, uh, Radomir, as we wrap up here with Don and IQ, give us give us your thoughts on the hour and, and everything else. Well, I thought it was a very good discussion. Uh, the gentleman who thought I should be in a soft room, I think he should be in a very hard room, and I think he will be hitting his head against the wall. When the blood hits the, the fan, I think uh, Hillary Clinton will win, and she will be the uh, next president of the United States. But I just think that uh, it's very good, to very, very American to do what we did, which is to have a discussion with different points of view. I just wish people wouldn't use, you know, uh, crap and words like that, because I don't think that's appropriate. I don't think that's what we're supposed to be doing here. I think we should stick to using words that are more diplomatic and sophisticated and intellectual. And I think that only shows that someone is not on top of their game and is very frustrated and does not believe in what they say they believe in when they start to use words like that and comments like that and that's what i was getting from this gentleman 
So I think which that one, me? Nowhere near TV set because he will already lose uh, because he knows that Trump will already lose. Come, uh, I believe he meant Dan. Uh, I believe I believe uh, Radimir meant Dan. Uh, huh. Yes, that means Dan. Yes. Well, well, uh, I, uh, can I just uh, say something else? Yes, R- yes, R- jump in. Um, no, you know, um, uh, uh, I go back to the Prague Spring um, in 1968, yes. and I was in Prague. Yes, I was the well. last reporter, uh, Western reporter in Prague, and um, I got picked up by the uh, secret police and put on a plane uh, from a Swiss Air flight uh, to Geneva. Uh, it, it taught me the, the real limits of both being a newsman and being an American and uh, the, uh, the uh, freedom we truly enjoy here. Because all I did was report the facts. Um, and uh, uh, when we f- forget, well, the reason I say it is you say you're Czech. Um, and the Czechs right. have been betrayed by the West at least twice in their life, in in, uh, in our lifetimes. But uh, what they did have taught us is that uh, freedom is an unquenchable thirst, and if you don't have it, you really want it. And I'm afraid this election is really about freedom coming up. That uh, freedom, we have freedom here. We don't recognize what we have because it is. Uh, we take it so lightly, and if, people, if we went to another country, we would recognize how special it is here. And, uh, yes, uh, you only have to be uh, somewhere else where you don't have freedom for 15 minutes to recognize how special it is in America. You come back and kiss the ground that you walk on here and see things 100% differently than you do now. So uh, I agree with you 100%, and I'm sorry you have to go through the experience being picked up by the police. Well, I'm glad we agree on something. <laughs> that 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 is that that is. Uh, I, I'm glad. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.